Welcome to the Hello Seattle podcast, a local perspective on living in and moving to Seattle. Yeah, we're excited to introduce you to people, places, and communities that make living in our hometown special. Hello, Seattle. I'm your host, Dan Keller. And I'm your host and real estate agent, Zach McDonald. And we have another great episode for you here today and really popular demand. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, well, this is what I do every single day as a mortgage professional. So I'm excited to actually take the data, take the info, reverse engineer yep. to piggyback on an episode we did, I think a month ago on how much do you need to earn to buy a condo yep. in Seattle? Today's episode is how much do you need to earn to buy a house in yep. Seattle? Yeah. And you know, price points are quite a bit different to buy a house versus buying a condo. Do and you know what else is different? What else? Rates. Mortgage rates That's in the true. last month since we we were at like seven seven five on that report and and they've come down so rate, rates are also different for a condo in mm -hmm. general than buying a house That's right it. so absolutely a little bit more pricey when you're buying a condo a little bit more risk so why don't you since you already took us that direction yeah. why don't you give us a little update on rates in the mortgage market because I'm kind of excited about what's been going on the past couple of weeks yeah me too. <laughs> we battled through 2023 with a roller coaster of just, well, it was a roller coaster, but the roller coaster kept climbing, yep. sadly. And so, yeah, mortgage rates peaked at about 8.375 this year. Get this, you guys. Um, just this last week, the 10-year treasury continues mm -hmm. to fall. Inflation's under control. The 10 years dropping. The Fed came out uh, the last two times. So last week and then about a month ago. Yep. And so they're going to reduce the Fed rate in 2024. So that's caused the 10-year treasury to drop. Mm -hmm. Mortgage rates, I'm quoting today, and you'll see on the report that we're going to put up on the screen in a minute, mm -hmm. 6.625 for a 30-year fixed, APR 7110. And so every podcast we do, Zach, every Hello Seattle podcast we do, we kind of start off with a real quick 60-second mortgage minute. Yep. Well, that's what a 60 seconds is. And then we do a 60 second real estate update. I think your 60 seconds are over. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of real estate, coming into the last couple of weeks of the holiday season here, heading into Christmas, New Year, it's typically relatively flat. We don't have a lot of new listings. So we're in the same, the same boat as we typically are in a given year. I was looking at some of the data and we're even lower than we were last year. So I would say a little bit... Um, abnormal seasonally, lot fewer listings, less closings going on right now, but there just aren't really a lot of houses out there, but the sentiment's changing. So buyers are returning, thinking about buying again. And I think the beginning of 2024 is going to be a pretty hot market. And we're even seeing that with some builders, yeah. right? You mentioned that I've seen that builders aren't even budging on their prices much. Yep. They were a little bit more, um, ready to drop their yep. prices to get a sale, but I think they're confident that things are turning around as well. Yeah. You have to remember if you're listening to this, whether you're looking to buy a home right now or you're preparing to buy a home in a year or so, real estate is seasonal and it's cyclical. Mm -hmm. And so what we kind of saw over the last quarter mm -hmm. is especially, you know, I'm, I'm a preferred lender for two different local builders. And I saw, let's do whatever it takes to sell a house in October, November to early December to when the sentiment changed for 2024, when rates started to ease, mm -hmm. it was like, no, no, I'm going to hold tight on price. We're running out of time for closing, closing a home on the 2023 books. Yeah, hey, so we're going to ride this thing out mm -hmm. in 2024. Lower rates is going to obviously bring millions of buyers back into the market from an affordability standpoint. Yeah. So 2024 right now, as we wrap up 2023 is looking really optimistic. I would say the same. 
Well, let's get into today's topic because, you know, today is, is you and me. We don't have a guest, Love which it. is also exciting on our end to be able to share a little bit about what we do. And looking at this topic of how much does it cost to buy a house in Seattle? How much money do you need to earn to buy a house? This is going to be fun. We're going to go into a few different neighborhoods in Seattle. We're going to look at the median sales price versus what it costs to buy in these different neighborhoods and also show you how much money you need to earn to be a home buyer there. Dan, what are some of the assumptions before yeah. we go into this? What are some of the assumptions that you have on your list? Just so the people listening and, and tuning in know where these numbers are coming from. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you the same thing. What criteria did you use to find these four particular homes across Seattle? But before mm -hmm. I go into assumptions, because I did just talk about mortgage rates and I'm going to be talking about payments and down mm -hmm. payments, loan options. I do need to, uh, my bank is going to require me to identify my ML. Oh, my That's Washington exciting. state mortgage loan originators ID. And that is one, one, five, three, four, nine. Okay. So the assumptions that we used for these numbers, we picked four price points mm -hmm. and the assumption for down payment that I used for three out of the four homes, Zach was based off of the average down payment in Seattle. And it's 7.3%, I think is what I read recently. Okay. So I used 7% for the down payment. Mm -hmm. I used a qualifying credit score of about 760, so premium credit. Um, I used um, a PMI factor was based off of a single family home, 7% mm -hmm. uh, down with a 7, 760 FICO score as well. So Got it. those are the assumptions. Any and HOA dues factored no, in? No, okay. and we kept yep. HOA dues away from this. So what you're gonna see when I mention the total monthly payment, that is going to include principal and interest. Mm -hmm gonna include property taxes. And I actually okay. verified the property taxes for these four homes you found. Nice. It's gonna include private mortgage insurance because you're putting down less than 20% on Which three. Which is normal yeah. for first time home yeah. buyers, especially. And it's gonna yeah. be, I'll go over what that is. It's gonna be shocking. It's not as expensive as many people think. And uh, so yeah, property taxes, homeowners insurance, mm -hmm. PMI, private mortgage insurance, and then principal and interest. So if you were to buy one of these homes, it's everything. This is your real monthly payment if you were to buy right now with these rates. Yep. And and on my end, what I did is I was looking at the median sales price for these specific neighborhoods so that the house was in line with the you yeah. know, the average, the median. And if you wanted to, you could spend more and there are certain opportunities to maybe spend less in these neighborhoods as well. But just to give a good idea for the different price points around Seattle and how you can find a neighborhood and get a nice house mm -hmm. for the median and below the median in some cases. Yep. So we're going to start with Beacon Hill, Beacon Hills, median sales price, 630,000. Wow. And the zip code 98108 is also encompassing a few other neighborhoods like South Park and Georgetown. So Beacon Hill's median sales price may be a tad higher, okay. but for the sake of this video, yeah. 630 median sales price, Seattle's median sales price, 916, 975. So we're well below the median mm -hmm. here in Seattle. And this house, Dan, is, I mean, there's nothing fancy about yeah. it. What do you got? It's just a, you know, run of the mill mm -hmm. house in Beacon Hill. We've got the three beds. Um, we've got the two bathrooms, a yeah. little over 2,000 square feet. It took about 18 days on the market and sold. It ended up selling a little over its asking price okay. at 665. 665, and it was listed at. It was listed at 650. Oh wow! Okay, mm -hmm. and this is recently, so yeah, it sold. It yeah. sold this summer. Okay, and how many square feet? This one was just over 2,000 2, square feet. 2,080 2, square feet. 
three so bedroom, kind of an two average bath. house. Yeah. Nothing fancy. It's not updated inside. I'm looking at the pictures and that's a pretty typical home that you'll see on Beacon Hill. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not necessarily from Seattle, maybe thinking of relocating here, give us a good idea of where Beacon Hill is relative to downtown Seattle. Yeah. So Beacon Hill is going to be on the southeast side of downtown. So on the east side of I-5, east side of I-5 and then also south of downtown, you're going to be okay. a little south of Capitol Hill as well. Cool. So Capitol Hill would be a little bit closer, more expensive. Beacon Hill, we have to travel a little farther to get okay. below the median sales price. So if we are right at where the Seattle Seahawks play football, right on I-5, yep. you're going to go just a little bit south of the stadiums and then east. Yes, Yo, exactly. Okay. And cool. this house is 19, 1949 build, mm -hmm. which is going to be relatively normal for the area. You'll find yep. some houses built before and some after, cool. but again, kind of in the median there as far as age of house as well. Love it. Okay. So if we were to, if you wanted to buy this particular home at mm -hmm. 665 with 7% down, like I mentioned before, your total monthly payment with everything included you're going to pay about $4,666 a month, total monthly payment. And that's with a 30 year fixed rate at 6.625. Okay. You're going to need with closing costs and down payment, about $61,000 for your down payment plus closing costs. Okay. okay. What's the breakdown there again, between the down payment and the closing costs? What's what, how much is each? Yeah. So your down payment, a 7% down payment. I didn't separate that, but if you go 665 and you multiply that, so let's just go 665 mm -hmm. um, times 7%, you're looking at about 47,000, 46 okay. and some change for your down payment. And then the rest is your closing costs. Now your closing yep. costs, we, we need to actually do a podcast on what are closing costs. The majority of your closing costs are third party fees, like mm -hmm. title and escrow, um, escrows and prepaids and reserves, et cetera. So we don't want to go off on a tangent here, but nope. total down payment plus closing costs right under 62 grand. Now I'm going to ask you, okay, how much do you think you need to, or, oh, here's another one of the assumptions, Zach, that mm -hmm. we forgot to note. I also added about $500 a month in total additional debt for debt to income ratio for okay. qualifying. Okay. Yeah. Most people have like some student loans or maybe a car loan or some credit card debt. Mm -hmm. So I added, you know, $500 in additional monthly debt to this uh, monthly payment for debt to income ratio for max household income required to buy this home or household income needed to buy this home. All right. Got it. How much do you think you I need don't to get earn? To peak. I'm going to say $110,000 cool. a year. Really close. Right at about 140 K. 140K. Right now with Ooh. today's rates with about $500 a month in debt plus the $4,666 a month payment, you're going to need with 7% down to make about $138,000 a year. If you're putting 7% down. If you're putting 7% down. Yeah. If you're okay. putting more, then obviously you can afford to make a little bit less. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the minimum there. Okay. So buying a house pretty well below the median price in Seattle, you're still going to need to make 140K a year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's look at house number two. So okay. we're going to move to the opposite side of Seattle. So we're going to go up to Greenwood. Head north. Yep. Yep. This house is off of Palantine Avenue North. Okay. Um, man, this one was competitive too. So this one was also a sale from this summer. $799,950 was the asking price and sold for $858,500. There you go. Two bed, one bath. Okay. Wow. 1740 for the square feet, small little okay. lot. Actually, well, it's not small for, for Seattle standards, 7,678 square foot lot. Mm -hmm. This puppy was competitive. It's small. 
a little bit a little bit nicer inside. So this one's had it has a few updates. It looks clean. I was gonna really say that well one looks renovated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean renovated for Greenwood standards. It's not a super fancy yep. renovation, right? Yep. But you know, you've got yeah. the butcher block countertops and some newer cabinets. So definitely done some things, but they've tried to keep yeah. some of the older. It definitely looks feel. a little bit nicer than the Beacon Hill one. Yeah, definitely a nicer house. Mm -hmm. Smaller, but Smaller, nicer. nicer, more expensive though. Mm -hmm. So we, we're getting closer to that median sales price in Seattle. The North end is typically a little bit more expensive than the farther south end, okay. right? Kind of central Seattle tends to be relatively expensive, but you can you can buy on the north end or the south end and save yourself some money. So this one, you're saving a little bit below the median, but not much. Right, right about there, 858, 500 total monthly payment. Again, with 7% down, you're looking at almost $6,000 a month. So $5,960 okay. a month, your total monthly payment. Total down payment plus closing costs, $77,569. Okay. You want to take a crack at income needed for this one? I'm going with 185. Close. You went. You shot a little bit higher, but darn Ooh. close. About 160 for this one. You need about 160 thousand dollars of total household income to qualify for this one. Interesting. So it seems like the the starting point is higher, but then to make those jumps beyond that, it's not as much of a much of a difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Greenwood. It seems like we're kind of in that up to 200 thousand dollar range a, a year is what you need to afford a house that's below the median, mm -hmm. right? So yep. get reaching that median, you're gonna be somewhere in that. We're gonna get really close to it on this one, right? So yeah. you said the median sales price in nine, all nine of 16. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, it's nine, about nine 16, 16, almost 917. Okay. So okay. we're gonna jump over that here now. Okay. We're gonna head over to West Seattle. So okay. West Seattle is directly Southwest of the city. Okay. Yep. Um, you can even take a little foot ferry over to downtown, which is pretty convenient. It was annoying when that West Seattle bridge was out because people living on the north side of West Seattle to drive all the way around, right? But that's that's gone. The bridge is open again. So West Seattle has more of an appeal there. This is in the Admiral neighborhood of West Seattle. And, you know, median sales price in there is around a million. You can certainly pay a lot more to live in West Seattle. Mm -hmm. So this house is right in there. It took about 15 days to sell, uh, closed in October. Three bed, one bath house. Again, nothing okay. fancy about this house. 2,160 square feet, 5,850 square foot lot. Okay, we got a city lot here, not updated, mm -hmm. right? Over a million dollars and a little bit over our median. Mm -hmm. What's it look like to buy this puppy, Dan? Yeah, so a million fifty it sold. You still can put at this price point, you can still put seven percent down. That gets you okay. into the conforming loan limits, okay? okay. Six point sixty five, thirty year fixed. Your total monthly payment on this home in West Seattle mm -hmm. is seven thousand one hundred and fifty two dollars a month. Okay. You're gonna need about ninety three thousand for your down payment plus your closing costs. Okay. Wanna take a crack at income? Yeah, I think we're right around 200,000. You are. You're pretty darn close. 191. Okay. Yep. Okay. So you can buy the median home in Seattle with a household income below 200,000. Yeah, with the basically with, with the, the minimum, minimum down. down. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you could certainly put more. You can put more. And make it yeah. more affordable. Okay. Yep. Well, we're going to take an adventure even a little bit farther okay. above the median sales price. This will be the last one we look at here today. This one is in Magnolia. So okay. we're 
we're actually more west of South Lake Union. So if you work at Amazon or any of the other tech companies based out of South Lake Union, this is super convenient, really nice area. You're going to be just west of Queen Anne and South Lake Union, but also north of the true downtown core. This one, three beds, 1.5 baths, 2,550 square feet, 5,350 square foot lot. So again, just kind of a normal lot. Um, I would argue this is a little bit nicer part of Magnolia. Older house, looks really pretty, not updated. It was an estate sale. So I'm curious, Dan, this one sold for 1,365,000. Okay. What what does it look like for somebody to afford this house? Yes, we got to talk about this one real quick, okay? Because yeah. you're north of you're north of a million. You're in the jumbo market now, so this okay. one, you guys, we we did need you to put twenty percent down. Okay, okay, you got to put twenty percent down on this one, mm -hmm. and even with twenty percent down, your loan amount is over the conforming loan limits for King County. So you're so still a jumbo. You're in a jumbo mortgage. They want premium credit. They want some reserves. Okay. They want twenty percent down, and. Uh, this one, your total monthly payment, and this is why I wanted to explain those parameters because you need to understand. The we just total, changed the game, right? We just the, changed the, the first game. three yeah. all had the same. Yeah, we put a lot more down. We put okay. literally thirteen percent more down. So, total monthly payment on this one with twenty percent down at one point three six five million is seven thousand eight hundred thirty eight dollars a month. Okay. Okay. Now your twenty percent down payment on one point three six mil plus your closing costs is about two hundred ninety four thousand for your down payment plus closing okay. costs. And uh, one more crack, what do you think? What do you think you gotta earn household income to qualify for a $7,838 month payment? Well, first of all, you gotta save a lot of money to be able to buy this house, payment. right? You have to have yeah. a true down payment. Yeah. That's the first thing yep. that I'm thinking about. Yep. I think you're in that two, 225 range. You almost hit that one right on the bullseye. So yeah, about $230,000 okay. in annual household income to qualify for this one. Wow. Plus, mm -hmm. you have to have the substantial down payment. Almost $300,000 down. Okay. Yeah. So if you've been able to squirrel away some resources or maybe you got some RSUs that vested and you've got a, a good down, yeah. you got a, got a good income, you're in that position to yeah. purchase this house. Yeah. Okay. So we looked at some houses that were above the median sales price in Seattle, below the median sales price in Seattle. But I think this gives people hopefully a good idea for what it looks like to be yeah. able to buy here. Yeah. Sometimes yep. we, we look at the prices and there's there are these online calculators where you can go and type in how much you make, how much you're gonna put down, the interest rates. I think those are super helpful, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, but this is a great, just, hey, this is the real scenario, right? And those don't take into account every part of someone's situation or how their income's calculated and such. But I think this is a good supplement to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was just running some numbers while you were talking, and I think mm -hmm. perspective is important right now yep. because interest rates are dropping. Yeah, okay? for sure. Home values are are not have not dropped. So home values year over year, we just did a year end summary on our last <laughs> They're podcast. Up. They're up. What were they up year over year? About six, seven percent. Yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah. in King. Yeah. yeah, so not bad. But we're seeing interest rates come down, and so as interest rates come down, yes, mm -hmm. it's going to prop up home values again, north of six percent. We'll table that discussion, but I think it's important to understand from a perspective standpoint, if interest rates drop one percentage point, this is key to note, every one percentage point drop in interest rate impacts your monthly payment by about $650 a month. 
Wow. In this price point. Okay. In this 800 to a million dollar purchase price, price point with, with, you know, five to 7% down. And so the other thing is, let's go on the other direction. Mm -hmm. Every 1% drop in interest rate increases your buying power. Your monthly payment could stay the same, but it increases your buying power by about $85,000. Wow. In this price point. Wow. Pretty cool, huh? It's pretty cool to have that perspective and know that as, you know, and I always tell my clients, I tell my clients if their schedule for buying a home is like six months to a year out, get on an app online mm-hmm. and, and set up a search for some homes that you might be interested in in the community and watch what they're listed for what and what they, they sell, sell for, for right? Mm-hmm. And then a constant supply of inventory or a lack thereof. Some, yep. take, take some notes, track that. But what's really cool, the same thing with mortgage rates, especially if you're six months to a year out track, you know, you can follow me if you'd like on social media. Cause I talk about it a lot. Like what's you do, what are rates doing? Are they going up or down and why, but track those as well. And then it's important to know, yeah, we were kind of set at that 800 price point, but wow. Like I see Dan that mortgage rates dropped almost a percent. You might be able to push that now to 900. We saw that during COVID. We saw people, oh, yeah. friends of mine and clients of mine, you know, and I knew their income and their jobs and they're buying million dollar homes. And I'm like, holy smokes. That How are you actually doing was this? probably not what you said, <laughs> <laughs> but they qualified and they their did. payment was fine. It's yeah. because rates were down in the twos it and was, the threes. It was all about the payment, yeah. right? It was so all about payment. I think that's why you have the competition. And right now, why this year, aside from the spring has been relatively uncompetitive because there are fewer people that have been able to afford these prices. And, and then the rates are still relatively high uh, compared to other times. Yeah. But yeah, if rates drop, all of a sudden people that can, that have a $90,000 income are gonna be buying that Absolutely. house in Beacon Hill, right? And yeah. that, that makes a big difference with the amount of competition and the people yeah. entering into the buyer pool. Yeah, that's been a big problem in, in the, the, the cities or the counties north and south of Seattle mm-hmm. is you have the median household income in both of those counties that just don't support where the home values have been. Yep. And that's because we have a lot of Seattle-based workers that make Seattle incomes going into those counties yeah, and buying and cheaper. propping up those values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, 2024 is gonna be a fun year, but it's gonna be a year, I keep saying this, it's gonna be the year. First time home buyers, you're gonna get your year back. Yeah, you're gonna get another to crack this at year, this. Right? It was, yeah, it was. I remember talking about that. Yeah. This is gonna be the year of the first time Yeah, you're gonna have buyer. a shot again. It so. was definitely a buyer's advantage, but I think this year is gonna be where we've got the first time home buyers yep. coming back into the market yep. with a vengeance. And sellers, I mean, if you're listening to this and you have a home, sellers, you've sat around over the last two, three years and just continue to watch your home go up and up and up mm-hmm. again, despite all the odds, the economy, inflation, Crazy. high rates. Yeah. So, yeah. well, if it weathered this storm, it's only gonna look better on the other side, I think. Oh yeah, amen. Yeah, well, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If we don't get to, connect with you here before. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and goodbye, Seattle.